Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Kimbalina. Support Switchcraft and my other content at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. So I don't know if you guys remember or not, but I was, I, I have two uh, switches and one for me and one for my son. And I had not noticed any of the problems that people had experienced with the left Joy-Con with either the, either of them. Now, mostly I'd been using my Switch. Well, my son and I had been playing a lot of um, Shovel Knight, and we used... I, I hadn't hooked up my... or I hadn't brought my Pro Controller out, so we just paired his um, Joy-Cons with my Switch, because that's where Shovel Knight is, and my Joy-Cons were paired with my Switch. And then when we finished, I think that we switched our... Joy-Cons. So I ended up with his and he ended up with mine because we both have the Neons ones. Um, what I then noticed after uh, having his Joy-Con was that that left Joy-Con actually was having that issue. So I sent it off to Nintendo. Uh, well, actually, I called up Nintendo. I, I texted my friend and I was like, hey, what's that phone number that you that you called for Nintendo? And he told me. And um, I called them up and they said, all right, it sounds like you're having that issue. And I was also having like the rail was clicking and it's not something that my son ever noticed because he always uses his Joy-Cons either in the grip or on the system itself. Whereas I sometimes play with the Joy-Cons uh, without anything, uh, I guess naked would be the way to uh, to explain it. So there's nothing on the Joy-Con at all. And um, I was noticing that the uh, the rail on that left Joy-Con was clicking. And I was like, what the heck? So after I noticed that, then I decided I'm going to test. And uh, I got as far away as I could in my in my house. And I'm wiggling the, uh, the thumbstick around. And sure enough, it started losing its connection. So I said, all right, well, fine. I'll call up Nintendo and send it back. I've got a Pro Controller anyway. So I have something that I can use while I'm waiting. And... I didn't even have to ask. They automatically upgraded shipping to overnight. Um, it would have been in, it would have been even faster, but I didn't drop off uh, my left Joy-Con until I don't know, probably seven or eight at night, uh, because we just had stuff going on. So I dropped it off at seven or eight at night. You know, they gave me a little yellow paper. I didn't even look at it. I figured, all right, well, I'll, I'll give it a week because that's what she said it would probably take. Um, now this was on. Uh, Monday. No, it was on Tuesday. So Tuesday came, dropped it off. Then there was Wednesday. I didn't hear anything. I didn't check anything. I didn't even look at my email. Um, then uh, Thursday morning uh, showed uh, came and I opened up my email and checked and, and I'm, I'm, sure enough, they said that they were already sending it back. So like I dropped it off Tuesday they got it Wednesday, fixed it, sent it back on Thursday, and I received it today, which is Friday. I'm recording this on the 14th, by the way. So 
that's a pretty good turnaround time. And the little paper says that they verified that the issue was there and they repaired it. Um, I checked the clicking is gone. Um, I haven't turned it on to check and see if the, um, if the signal problem is still happening, but I'm going to assume that it's probably been fixed since they said that it was, uh, you know, check out the next episode and I'll let you know if I was wrong. Uh, so anyway, good on Nintendo for very, very quickly getting me my stuff repaired. I'm very impressed with how fast that was. It still sucks that it happens. But when you're making this many machines, you're going to have a few bad ones. And, um, you know, my Joy-Con is fine now. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to using it again. Uh, lugging my, my Pro Controller everywhere was kind of a, a hassle. That wasn't so bad. Pour one out for the NES Classic. It's been discontinued. This has been one of the weirdest set of decisions that Nintendo has ever made. They announced last year i'm not sure when last year but they announced last year the nes classic the internet went bananas as the internet does uh everybody was very very excited for the nes classic it came out around thanksgiving time i believe uh people were lined up they were really hard to get i was very very lucky i i went at i went out at midnight to the local Walmart, and I wasn't even planning on doing this, but I was I was sitting at home, and I was thinking to myself, I wonder if they're going to have midnight launches anywhere. And then I I thought, oh, you know what? I bet you Walmart, which is open twenty four hours, will will have them. So I called them up, and I said, Are you guys selling NES classics tonight at midnight? And they said, Yes, we are. First come, first serve. I said, How many do you have? And the guy said seven or something like that. So I yelled to my wife. I said, honey, I'm leaving. And I ran and got in the car and drove to Walmart. Um, once I got to Walmart, I walked in, there were five people in front of me. So I was number six. Very, very happy about that. Actually, there were more than five people in front of me, but the, the, you know, some of them were together. Um, I was like, how many are you buying? How many are you buying? Uh, and it turned out I was number six and I was like, yes, Awesome. Very, very happy. Um, sure enough, the the uh, guy comes up and I was like, is this where we stand for the um, the NES Classic? And he said, yes, it is. I said, how many do you have? And he said, six. And I go, oh, that's weird. On the phone, he said seven. And the guy behind me is now sweating bullets. And he goes, yeah, one of them disappeared. Uh, so he thinks, he, then he said that he thought that probably an employee grabbed one and is going to try and buy it later and they will uh, be fired but the guy standing behind me is like so you don't have a seventh one for me and he's like right now I'm going to say that we don't but you're welcome to stay in line and um you know maybe later may maybe you'll get lucky so the guy stood in line behind me and we waited until midnight then uh, their registers all shut off and turned back on for the new day uh they rung us all out um they did not have any extra they they had seven or they had six um NES classics and they only had uh two extra controllers I think and I did not get any of the extra controllers the lady in front of me bought one and the lady in front of her bought one as well so there were no extra controllers to be had which is you know that's that's not a, the, the the worst of deals because I ended up picking up a third-party one that had a longer cord anyway. 
So anyway, moving on. I got one. The next day, I woke up at 4 in the morning, drove to Target, bought a second one for my um, for my brother-in-law. He's a big Nintendo fan, and I wanted to be able to give it to him for Christmas. And I went to Target. I was like 15th in line or something like that, and they had like 17 or something like that. So I was really close to being the last one on both of them. But anyway, I got two of them. I feel really lucky to have two of them because they never really got back into stock. I mean, I know that there were times once in a while where they'd be like, hey, guys, uh, GameStop is selling NES Classics at 3 p.m. on this day, uh, first come, first serve. But they never really had them in stock where people could go get them. And now it's been, it's being discontinued. Um so this is actually confirmed by Nintendo and they have the quote is throughout April Nintendo of America territories will receive the last shipments of the NES classic edition systems for this year. That's kind of a weird way to word it. We encourage anyone interested in obtaining this system to check with retail outlets regarding availability. We understand that it has been difficult for many consumers to find a system, and for that we apologize. We've played, we have paid close attention to customer feedback and greatly appreciate the incredible level of consumer interest and support for this product. Um, the, the fact that they said for this year is very interesting to me. So this raises a couple questions. My first question is, what does this say for Virtual Console? Um, I'm hoping that at E3, we're going to hear something about virtual console for the switch. And if it includes a bunch of games that are on, um, the NES classic, then I think that that spells doom for the NES classic, because you can buy an NES classic for 30 or for 60 bucks and you get 30 games. That's $2 a game. I guarantee that they're going to cost more than $2 a game on, uh, the switch virtual console. Um, even though we'll, we'll be getting one of them free every month. Now, why are they doing this? My guess is they are doing this so that they can use whatever factories are currently making parts for the NES classic. They're going to, they're going to, I hate using this word. They're going to switch this, switch those factories over to making more switches. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we found out that Kimishima had said that they're upping their production from 8 million units in the first year to 16 million units in the first year, which I said was a was is huge because the Wii U only sold 13 million, I th- think it was 13.6 million consoles in its lifetime. So the idea that Nintendo is planning on selling 16 million in its first year is pretty crazy and pretty awesome. It's, it, it, it sounds really great for the health of the system. So they're doing this, I think, so that they can increase their Switch production because they just really need to um, make sure that people can get their hands on this system. They don't want to have another NES Classic or Amiibo problem on their hands where people want to buy them buy their stuff where people want to give them money and they can't. Uh, so, you know, I think that the NES classic being discontinued while sad is probably for a good reason. And so hopefully that means it'll be easier to find a switch. Um, 
Now, Vistagrand uh, ended up writing in, and he said to me, he says, I got one, so I'm not mad. But for anyone who really want one and doesn't want to spend $170, they are selling the Famicom Classic for $90 on Amazon. Uh, for those that, of you that don't know, Famicom is the Japanese version of the NES. So this is basically the same thing. He goes on to write that some games are only in Japanese and the UI is only in Japanese, but it's basically the same thing and it comes with two controllers because the original Famicom in Japan, the controllers were attached to the system. Uh, you could not unplug them, which was really bad design choice, and I'm surprised that they decided to continue with that. Um, so... That's your solution if you really want to get one. I mean, I know that Nintendo said that, you know, talk to your retailers and find out when they're selling them. But my my guess is it's going to be really hard to get those. And you might have a better chance at just going to Amazon, which you can look at. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, You can go to Amazon and buy a Famicom one. Um, Most of the games probably aren't too text heavy. Uh, You know, you're probably not going to enjoy playing Final Fantasy in Japanese because you can't read what's going on. Um, but games like Zelda and Mario and and things like that are basically the same game. So, uh, you're, you're not really going to be missing out on too much and it's only $90. I say it's only $90 that, that is still a lot of money. But if, if you really want to have something like this, then, you know, that's, that's better than 170. Um, Plus, it looks really cool. It's got uh, red and white, and I just I always thought that the Famicom looked really awesome, and I wish that I had an original Famicom. I'm not going to buy one of these because I have an NES Classic, um, but just a an original Famicom would be really cool to have like on a shelf. Uh, anyway, that's what's going on with the NES Classic. Uh, how do you guys feel about about it being discontinued? Are you are you pretty happy about? Are are you happy that we might that might mean that it's easier to get a switch, or do you think Nintendo is uh, making a big mistake canceling something that's clearly popular? Um, let me know. Rayman Legends Definitive Edition has a an interesting thing that's going on with it, and that is local co op. Uh, you can play this together with another person on a different switch. So basically, uh, the two switches are going to communicate together, uh, and you'll both be playing this uh, ostensibly. As it's, a, it's a multiplayer platformer. Uh, but you don't have to be on the same system, so that means you both have the the screen to yourself, which is kind of cool, I guess. I had a couple people... Uh, ask me what I what I did did I think that this means that we would get single cart multiplayer and for those of you that don't know uh, what that is on the on the DS and 3DS you could actually get uh, or or you could actually play a multiplayer game with multiple DSs and only one cart so let's say that I had Mario Kart 7 and you did not have Mario Kart 7 I could plug it in. You could download a portion of the game from me. Um, usually it had less sound stuff or uh, reduced number of characters. Like uh, you can only play a shy guy, for instance. And um, even though you didn't have the game, you could join me and we could play together, which was really cool. Now, the question that people asked is... Do we think that this means we're going to be getting single cart multiplayer for the Switch? I don't know. Uh, I think that if that were the case, that would be something that Nintendo would be pushing. 
uh, they would be talking about because it's really good PR. Um, it makes people real like much more likely to pull the trigger on a multiplayer game if it has single cart multiplayer than if they didn't. Also, it costs Nintendo money. So if I can play, and I'll just use Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as an example because I know that Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS had this feature. But if I could play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and my son could join me uh, multiplayer at the same time without having to buy two carts, then that's exactly what I would do. And that means Nintendo misses out on a sale. On top of that, Nintendo now is in, is working on their uh, their strategy at having a better online service that they're going to be asking people to pay for. So it's much more likely that people are going to easily find other people to play with. And because they have other people to play with uh, over the internet kind of disincentivizes Nintendo to make sure that single cart multiplayer is is a thing that's out there. So I don't think we're going to be seeing single cart multiplayer from Nintendo on the Switch. I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. So this was really surprising. Uh, Nintendo has released officially a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bundle that is going to be available only for Russia. Kind of weird that they're limiting it just to one country. Although I did a little bit of digging, and some people are saying that the reason is is because in Russia, Nintendo stuff is not very popular. So they're trying to incentivize people to do that. And Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a... a like, let's just look at Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. The attach rate for that game is absolutely crazy especially since it wasn't a launch game and it did not come with the console although later on they did have a Mario Kart 8 bundle with the Wii U um the attach rate for that on the Wii U is very very high and so they know that this game is going to move so they don't have to use it to sell switches uh, or they don't have to bundle it in order to get the game to move now would bundling Mario Kart 8 Deluxe help move uh, Switch sales? Probably. But at the same time, I think Nintendo feels like they would be throwing money away. The cost of of building a Switch is um, estimated to be, I think it was $265, maybe it was $256, something like that. It was... It was it was really close to the MSRP at two ninety nine. Uh, you you factor in costs of shipping, uh, throwing away ones that don't work, uh, supporting it, and they're barely breaking even on this thing. Now we know that they're making money on it because uh, President Kimishima said they're not going to sell the Switch at a loss. So we know they're making money on it, but probably not very much. And so bundling in. Uh, Mario Kart is that's going to cut into their profits even more and Nintendo has had a rough few years uh, with their profits so they want to try and make sure that 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 those numbers are good that's probably why they tried so hard to get the switch out 
in March, which is the end of uh, the fiscal year for Nintendo, I understand why they're reticent to put out a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bundle because I think that they believe, and I think that they're right, that the Switch is going to sell itself and that the uh, that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is also going to sell itself. And putting them together for a small discount of like 10 bucks is going to cost the money and their shareholders will probably be very angry about that. You got to remember, Nintendo's a publicly traded company, so therefore their shareholders are the people that they're answering to. And if they are throwing money away, that's going to be that's going to make a whole lot of people really unhappy. It would make us happy, um, but it would make other people unhappy. Uh, another reason why they probably don't want to do this is because the Switch just came out. And to have a bundle, like they didn't have a bundle when it came out, but to have a bundle now, well, that would really tick off all the people who didn't get a bundle ahead of time. So the, what, what? I bought my Switch early. I'm a loyal customer, and so now I have to pay 10 more dollars than the people who waited. A lot of people would be like that. I mean, I wouldn't be like that because, hey, I got to play it a month early. Or was it a month? It would be uh, almost two months earlier than everybody else who waited. You know, that would really tick a lot of people off, I think. Whether they're right or not is beside the point. A lot of people wouldn't be happy about that. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show! In the last episode, I talked about how they had the yellow Joy-Cons coming out. I didn't say the date. They come out alongside ARMS on June 16th. So um, they're going to launch together. And what would be really cool is if they had an a bundle. I just got done talking about how bundles are a bad idea. But it would be cool if you could get a Joy-Con um, bundled with ARMS that cost maybe 5 to $10 less. They don't know that ARMS is going to move as fast as Mario Kart 8, so uh, that might be a good idea. Maybe it's a bad idea. I I, I didn't go to business school. I don't know. Um, do you guys think that it would be a good idea for them to sell a yellow Joy-Con bundle along with ARMS? And also, are you guys interested in the yellow Joy-Cons? I think they look kind of ugly myself. And, and I'm the I, I have two Switches that have the neon ones, so I don't know. You would think that after, what's it been, three years of people complaining about Amiibo, that Nintendo would finally get the picture that we hate um, uh, retailer exclusives. It absolutely drives me crazy that they're doing this, and it, it should drive everybody crazy. Um, Nintendo feels, I, and I, I'm just speaking for my view of the situation, but I think that Nintendo feels beholden to these brick-and-mortar stores to do exactly what they are told to do and it really ticks me off because now we've got these new we have a whole bunch of new amiibos there's three new zelda amiibos there's six new smash brothers amiibos um the three zelda ones i think two of those are exclusives and then there's uh two versions of cloud one of them's a gamestop exclusive two versions of bayonetta i think one of them is a best buy exclusive and then there's two versions of Corrin, and I don't know if either of those are exclusive. But regardless, there are uh, Amiibo that you can't just buy in whichever store that you prefer. You have to go to some other store. I had to go to Best Buy, not go to Best Buy, but I had to go to BestBuy.com. 
I didn't have to because I don't have to buy this, but I wanted to buy this, uh, the Cloud Amiibo, not the one with the uh, fancy leather coat, the one that looks like the original game. And uh, that's the Amiibo that I wanted out of all of those uh, other Amiibos that I just said. I wanted the Cloud Amiibo from Final Fantasy VII, and uh, that was exclusive to Best Buy. So I had to make a Best Buy account and buy uh, Cloud on my phone uh, through pre-order. Now, these come out in July, by the way, so they're a long way off. Um, but if you are, I'm sure these are exclusives and if you're going to be able to get one pre-order as soon as you, as soon as you can, like stop listening to this right now, uh, go and pre-order it. If it's something that you are interested in, uh, I think the cloud one looks really cool. The other ones I'm kind of like, man, whatever, especially the Zelda ones, the Zelda ones look very, very generic except for this, the, the little link, but I talked about that on the last episode and Nintendo knows that we don't like this which is why they didn't mention it during the direct that that there were retailer exclusives and where you were going to have to get it. Uh they just left us in the dark and then let uh let the the player base or their their fan base figure it out themselves, which is just kind of a jerk move. Anyway, uh exclusives are bad and uh screw you Nintendo for for doing that to us again, again, again. You get a low score for this game. Well, the Nintendo Switch is pretty um popular it seems uh there's a story on nintendo everything that says in march nintendo sold nine hundred and six thousand units which doesn't seem like a lot to me this is from the npd group which is the 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 group that tracks uh sales of video games and they said according to nintendo switch is one of the fastest selling video game systems of all time it comes in a non-traditional month for a console launch. But the thing that confused me is that I thought Nintendo had projected to sell 2 million. Uh, and now it's saying that they sold close to 1 million. And so that's very surprising to me, uh, considering the fact that they're also calling it the fastest selling uh, video game console of all time, or one of the fastest selling of all time. It's... It's kind of weird. Um, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sold 1.3 million copies. That's more than the 925,000 units uh, sold on the Switch. 460,000 were sold on the Wii U. So that's actually pretty impressive um, that people... Well, is it that impressive? That's Actually, for the Wii U, that's a really low attach rate. Um, For the Switch, that's an insanely high attach rate. Um, my guess is a lot of people are abandoning the Wii U and, uh, I don't blame them. I did. Now they also said that there are actually more Zelda switch sales than switch sales. It basically, it has an attach rate of more than 100%. And the reason, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the, the switch sold a 906,000 units, 925,000 Zelda copies were sold for the Switch. Uh, And they said it's probably attributed to people who purchased both a limited edition of the game to collect and a second version to play, which I don't understand why you would do that. I I know that people want to keep things in boxes because they remember when we found out how much our Star Wars figures were worth. But I don't think that these things will be worth nearly as much. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Reggie Fiza May did say in a statement that Nintendo always strives to offer consumers something fun, new, and different. 
With its various play modes and the innovative features of the Joy-Con controllers, Nintendo Switch provides a unique experience that people can take with them anywhere and share with anyone. Uh, Nintendo also said the following about the Switch uh, shipments. While Nintendo sales are off to a record-breaking start, shipments have not yet been able to keep up with such high demand. Nintendo is working to make sure everyone who wants a system is able to buy one and more systems are continually being shipped. So uh, we're going to find out more uh, on April 27th because that's when Nintendo is supposed to tell like uh, have like a shareholder meeting and we'll find out more information then I'm sure. But for now, uh, do you feel, do you guys feel like those numbers are underwhelming or like right on the money? I'm, I'm actually surprised that they're so low with everybody saying how high the demand is. I assumed that with the demand being so high that they would have sold more, but it seems like, Oh, and by the way, those were, those 900 and whatever. Okay. No, I just, I just now figured out why there was the, the discrepancy. So Nintendo had predicted or projected that they were going to sell 2 million. That was 906,000 only in the U S. So that's why there's that discrepancy. So in the U S there's close to a million sold. And then in the rest of the world, probably close to a million or more, more than that, probably. So just the U.S. numbers. That's that's why there's that discrepancy there. Sometimes I'm dumb. Wow, 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 wow. All right, everybody. That's all we have time for today. If there is a story that I missed, please let me know. There are multiple ways that you can let me know. You can give us a phone call. Uh, call 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can send an email. Make sure you include the subject line switchcraft to runjumpstomp at gmail.com. And if you want to send me a message on Twitter, I'm at RunJumpStomp, or you can just use the hashtag AskSwitchCraft. If you are looking for ways to support the show, there's multiple ways that you can do that. Number one, for free, you can just go to iTunes and give us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, one star, five stars, doesn't matter to me. Just let me know what you think. I really I really am looking for that feedback. Uh Another way that if you want to support the show monetarily, you can head out on over to patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Um, that is where we have got a whole bunch of different ways for you to support the show. Uh, for as little as a dollar, uh, you can get like show notes, uh, or you can get, uh, sometimes I will, uh, put podcasts up early, uh, when I record them early. So for instance, I'm recording this on, 414 uh i'm gonna it's not gonna be on the feed until 415 or saturday uh but this will be uh posted to the patreon today for the patrons um you can even get a very poorly uh drawn sketch from me i can't draw but i will try as hard as i can and uh there's other rewards that are coming soon uh that especially if you are a fan of the switch you're probably going to be interested in uh, currently the goals at Patreon are, uh, when we hit 50 bucks a month, uh, we're going to do an extra episode of Switchcraft every single week. Uh, so if, if you really like what's going on here, then, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and let us know. 